Sans Pants Radio, Mama's favorite bitch. Are you a fan of Sans Pants Radio and also have Facebook? I mean, probably. It's 2017. Well, that's great, because we just created a Facebook group for all Sans Pants fans to gather and chat. Discuss the latest episodes, your favorite hosts, me, probably Dusha, and check for news and upcoming events. Just head to Facebook and search Sans Pants Radio, Stuff and Nonsense, and join in the conversation. The link will be in the description below. Maybe I'll post a shut up a second hypothetical. Maybe Adam will ask for dating advice. Who knows? Life's a roller coaster. Also, if discussing Sans Pants isn't enough and you also want to wear Sans Pants, head to tpublic.com slash store slash Sans Pants Radio and take advantage of their Black Friday sale, running from the 22nd of November to the 25th. we got a whole bunch of mad shirts going on there. My favorite is probably When the Circus Came to Town D&D shirt, or anyone with my face in it. That's tpublic.com slash store slash Sans Pants Radio. All right, time to boogie. Enjoy the show. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of Shut Up a Second is about to begin. Are you seated correctly in your seats, in your beds, on the trams? Get ready for the night night rider of your life. Do not adjust your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Now, it is time for today's episode. Live from the Hollywood Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) It is Shut Up a Second. I'm Jackson Bailey, winner of the two-time Emmy Award winner, Jackson Bailey. And I'm Golden Globe nominee, Joel Dusha. I am Cass. You write that as a symbol. <laughs> um, can that be conveyed? <laughs> I think if, 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 like, if I had to pronounce, you know, like Prince's symbol, I'd just make like a blah noise or, or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, Prince changes his name to blah. Yeah. Anyway, today's topic is assassins. <laughs> Forgot for a second there, nearly just said asses. <laughs> That's a great topic. Yeah, anyway, assassins. <laughs> If you could kill anything, if you're hired as an assassin and you yeah. could kill anything, not anyone, anything. Oh boy. What would you kill? What? What? <laughs> or who? Hang on. So I can kill any anything. Anything. But things don't live. Do you mean like all of one particular kind of tree or If you want, if that's what Well, no, I asked you. Yes, that's an answer, but you don't seem happy with it. Doors. Good choice. Get rid of them all. Too much privacy. Make the world freer. You know you know what's happening behind closed doors? <laughs> that's a saying. Everyone hates it. They're like, oh, who knows what's going on behind closed doors? No, It'll be don't. like, hey, we know what's going on in that open area. <laughs> Do you have an open door policy? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, doors I know- don't exist. They're fucking dead. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what I would kill. But mops. Mops. We have progressed past mops. I don't care. Get a sponge on a stick and deal with it. Mops aren't good. Actually, a floor steamer should really have erased mops, but yes. I feel like the steamer mop thing, they fucked it up. They That's a step in the right direction, but they fucked it up somehow. How? I don't know. There's something must be wrong about it. I've never used one. I've only ever used a mop. Mops used- are horrible. Mops are disgusting. Oh, they're so gross. And then you have to get the right technique and it's like, no, buy sponge on a stick and it's fine. And then it rings itself. You don't have to ring by you hand do that or gross. buy a bucket that does it for you. I hate the bucket. I hate the bucket. I hate having to put the Would mop in a bucket. kick the bucket? Oh, I'd kick the bucket. <laughs> as in, I'd rather die than use the bucket again. <laughs> Jackson, could you just do some mopping? No. <laughs> I want that superpower. <laughs> I can die whenever I want, but <laughs> you can only do it once. It's a one-off. I just have the option. You know, suicide is a thing. No, no, no. I no, don't no. encourage it's, it. it. It's a mental thing. Okay, I've just got to be like, <laughs> I force myself, and I'm out. Lose Stop my own heart. 
So I tried like, to stop my own heart on it before. I might give it another go. Uh, who's that gonna? You could be I'm pretending. I'm first aid trained. It's alright. Really? Come on, yeah. <gasps> Come on, you bitch. Yeah, no. But I'm gonna hold my breath on air. So what are you gonna do, Cass? <gasps> Come I can on. make air horn noises Stop and that's that. it. Stop that dirty heart. You'll alarm me too much and then I won't be, know what to do and I'll stop holding my breath, the air horn noise. I yeah, I saved your life much. just now. You're amazing. I still haven't breathed, but I've been talking, so maybe you're I have bre- been breathing. You're breathing. That's, greatest yeah. trick devil ever pulled. Was breathing. <laughs> convincing you you need to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Air's optional. Air's, yeah. uh, so we're killing doors, we're killing mops. Yep. Mops are filthy. Oh, mops are filthy. Don't need them. Don't need them. I, I don't a need lot em. of hate for mops. Mm. Oh, God. And I'm... they don't, even when you wring it out of all the filth, it's still basically dirty. Oh, they're disgusting. Like, they've got all the tenderly bits everywhere that you're never going to be able to wring them out individually. Like, don't use mops. And even when you are mopping, because there is a technique, you're supposed to, like, what is it? You wet it, squeeze it. You have to squeeze it out first, and then, mm-hmm. like. Then you mop, then you. Do the same thing. Repeat. No, but you got it. You have to like twist the mop in a certain way so that it actually works. And it's like you got to mop and then dry the mop and then mop with the dry mop so that you mop up the yeah splodge. Oh, actually, no. I always just used the hottest water possible so that it evaporated as soon as I cleaned it. That's clever. I also do that too. I feel like it's bad for my floors. Landlord, if you're listening, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's listening. I hope he is too, Joe. If you're listening, thank you for helping me out with my house the other day. You didn't fix the door problem, though. But that's okay. I'll talk to you about that another I'm time. I'm killing all also, doors soon anyway. Yeah, doors. exactly. Can you start with my door? Because my garage door gives me such arse ache. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was, who are you assassinating first? Oh, what? Um, I'm going to assassinate the second lid of toilet seats. Oh, that's a good question. Like, it's, it's mm. rather, um, you know, It's impractical. Now, you've got to shut the toilets, both lids Otherwise, according to Feng Shui, that's where the money goes and the money leaves your house. <laughs> oh. And also, mean- like, in terms of equality, put both lids down. Everyone put both lids down all the time. Then no one has to be like, oh, but the which toilet- lid? No, but that means that, no. <laughs> that's creating work for everyone. That's not equal. Creating more work for everyone is not the equality I want to live in. But if you get rid of the second one. Then one gender or one activity actually two activities if you're shitting or if a female is yeah. sitting down to pee yeah or a male I if you to sit pee. down to piss or if you sit down to shit which mm. should be everyone <laughs> don't stand up to shit <laughs> then the work's done for you if, if you're standing up then you just lift one lid rather than two yeah i say i say we just get rid of the like all lids but then, <laughs> seats i'm it. sorry all of your your money is going to leave via the toilet if your lids open feng shui wise the water treatment plant is the richest <laughs> place in the world that's actually is it a closed lid well, it's where all of the money presumably goes. In the, down the sewers. Uh, oh, look, I'll what be honest, fun- I haven't looked this up. <laughs> this has all come from other people, and well, I believed him. If you know why people who work in water treatment plants aren't filthy rich, I guess They're it's filthy. Like, it's, hey. <laughs> it's just the idea of money they're getting, though, I guess. So it's like it's up to them to actualize. It's on them now. Well, my question was going to be, I, I'm wondering how mm. you do it. Swords. Cut them off, put them in a bin. Uh, cut the swords off? No, swords <laughs> cut the lid off. That's a lot of work for you. How Wait. many toilets are there in the world? At least at least eight or nine. <laughs> Could you do one street in a day? Yeah, probably. Oh, my arm would get real tired, you're right. I'm going to need to make an anti-toilet seat gas. Well, I- <laughs> would People wouldn't know what was happening. And and how be- would it separate the two lids? Well, uh, science. 
I would have to really, 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 really spe- I'd spend a lot of time in the lab. Yeah, until you finally had something that could differentiate between lid varieties. Lid and seed, yeah. Because you don't want it to come through and just decimate the toilet <laughs> no. as a whole. <gasps> do you know what it could do? What? If it's some sort of plastic melting gas or fume, mm-hmm. it could melt the top lid onto the second lid so they become one lid. Yes. And then you don't have weird hinge bits. Yeah, that's true, because you don't want unnecessary hinges. <laughs> but then if I do that... I've ruined the toilet seat. No, not necessarily. No, not if the- it's melted. Yeah, it's just melted together. It's just <laughs> like you- cheese on toast, melted cheese. Yeah, that and then it goes real good. It. it cools. And then I just lift the seat up again and piss. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. yeah, good. Or Done. leave the seat down and shit. But I wouldn't do that first because I'd be scared that plastic gets stuck to my bum. <laughs> well, you would wait. Presumably. Yeah, I would. <laughs> like, oh, I really wish I didn't gas my house. I really need to shit now. <laughs> Look, I'll take the risk of plastic bomb and take a seat. <laughs> I like that you wouldn't know what the gas was, and then once the gas had left... And You'd you, figure it out? Well, oh. you, well, how long would it take you to figure out what had happened? Because if you're just in the house, you're like, am I sick? No. Oh. You'd go to take a shit, and you'd be like, this is fused. <laughs> I guess that's what it was for. Um, and then you check the rest of the house and be like, is anything else changed? I just realized, what about the wooden toilet seats? Because <gasps> mm. my parents have fancy wooden toilet seats. Wow. What would that feel like? <laughs> it's like slightly less cold than a plastic seat. Or the um the ones like we um our neighbors had ones that were like a, an underwater scene. So it was like um blue resin with like shells and little mini dolphins, not real, but real shells. <laughs> and like um yeah, so you'd sit down on like a resin oh, that's too underwater good. scene. I really like the idea of you know like like a fish tank lid. Like with as though like real fish in there. No. Just replace the whole toilet with that. Oh, what? So it would just no be porcelain, just a fish tank. Yeah, but like obviously, like the fish tank, the fish wouldn't be able to get into the pot. No, 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 no. You're not shitting on fish. That's no, not no, what no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm no, suggesting. No, I mean like the, the whole yeah, like whole the toilet, cistern yeah. and like everything that would be porcelain is now glass and there's fish in there because totally know, have to be thicker, but that's fine. And as you go to the ba- as you bathroom, hey, yeah. Why any lids? Oh, hmm? why any lids? Do you mean just have you ever anything? sat down on a porcelain toilet without a seat before? Adjust it. Make sure the lid's a bit bigger. Yeah. Don't make it out of make it out of a fish tank. Don't have the porcelain problem. You're right. You don't need the lid, really. Wait, isn't that how you get fecal matter on your toothbrush? Ah, oh, you get fecal matter on your toothbrush. Oh no yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah if fish... you don't shut the lid and then you flush the toilet and yeah. your toothbrush is in the same room as you, it gets poop on it. That, yeah. that's just ah, that's, that's... <laughs> no, my toilets are separate to my bathrooms. It always have been. Never used a shitty toothbrush. <laughs> I threw up poor. shockers when I said that. Just so for the listeners playing alone, <laughs> along at home, playing alone, and for everyone here live at the Hollywood Bowl, <laughs> you saw that, so I didn't need to explain it. Thank you for being here and thank you for being very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> The people in the Hollywood Bowl don't love us. Look. <laughs> All right, guys, just give us a quick clap if you love us. <laughs> that silence is deafening. Let's look, here we are. But you haven't left, so that's good. They don't know how to get out. I'd poison doors. That's my plan. Oh. Slowly at a time. <gasps> Drip a little poison in there. The doors eat it or, or consume it somehow. <laughs> They, they die, they slowly rot away till there's just a skeleton and then you just remove the bones. Yeah, because doors don't have a glag reef. <laughs> they don't have a, a glag reef. They don't have a glag reef. A glag reflex. Do you mean glag a gag rap. reflexer? Not even a tiny bit. <laughs> Absolutely different. This is not a human. We're talking about dogs and their glag reef. <laughs> dogs and their glag reflex. 
Oh, it's, it's a time. <laughs> What's you... the time? It's a time. Especially <laughs> if you found out doors had a skeleton. Oh, it's <laughs> so scary. You're like, oh, we bash the door down, and as you do, you hear bones snap. What if the door is the skeleton? Oh, fuck. Like, what, what does the flesh look like? Leaves. <laughs> oh. oh, I guess it kind of is. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess in many ways a door sort of is a tree skeleton. Oh, uh, actually, leaves are more like hair, I guess. Yeah, like if a tree became a person. Then... Bark is skin. Yeah, bark, bark is skin. I don't know why. Oh, no. Sap is blood. There's no bark on a door. Nah, it's just, it's a skeleton. Yeah, skeleton. Bones. Cool. A door is a tree skeleton. Ah, trees must fucking hate us. <laughs> Got your good tree dickheads. If you're a tree in a yard and you look at a house. <laughs> Tweet us. <laughs> at Sam Spence Radio. We'd love to hear your opinions. We'd love to hear. Oh, God. I... Hear from a tree looking at <laughs> the house. If you're a tree listening, because I don't know, I guess somebody has it playing and it's just drifting outside. <laughs> Imagine if we found out, what, what would society be like if all of a sudden we discovered that trees were absolutely as sentient as human beings? Oh, there'd just be a whole thing. I just know that everyone who is, like, against veganism and vegetarianism would, that's, they would not shut up. Oh, that's true. Oh everyone can eat what they want to eat, it's fine, but, oh, they would not stop. But then also <laughs> the other way, like, vegans and vegetarians would have, like, a meltdown, because, like, to... To pick, be like, oh, I'm not comfortable with eating things that like are sentient and alive. Then find out that wood is. Oh, Jesus. Like a tomato plant is like, yeah, I'm not a fan of my people being at. But surely you're like, there's a lot of tomatoes. Mm. Guy, come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah, what would that mean for the whole world? Well, I think at a certain point we just have to be like, well, look, a tree can't run away. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, just like, it I can't defend itself. We're going to use it to make a boat. That's it's, just life. <laughs> scary. I'm going to s- ride the waters with your corpse. <laughs> Please don't. Well, you can't really stop me, can you? No. The best you can do is eventually grow. Like by the time you could happening us. <laughs> that's true. That's when they they happening the population. You haven't seen the happening based on your, your face you made. So pretty much the twist of the happening, a Mark Wahlberg vehicle directed by M Night Shyamalan, is that everyone on planet Earth just starts killing themselves, and it turns out it was just trees releasing like a pollen because they were mad at humanity. So that's always a risk. Uh, I guess, mm. well, what about this? If you're a tomato, yep. and this brings it back to assassins, and you wanted to assassinate people, you just don't ripen properly. Got but em. you can probably make it look like you're ripe, but in reality, you're you're becoming poisonous. Oh, don't fruits and veggies do that thing where um, while they're on the tree, um, the tree puts in this stuff to sort of make sure that the um, bugs and animals don't eat them, and it's that's like true. this like gross poisony stuff. And then once they're ready to fall off the tree and they're like ready to be eaten by the animals and things like that, and you know, you know, use their seeds and things, then all the bad stuff goes back into the tree. But it, so if you pick something from a tree before it falls, you're eating a little bit of tree poison. <laughs> and that tree, you know, if it's alive now, can just be like mm, a lot of tree poison. Mm. And then we got no food and we just got to eat more meat, I guess. Or like just strike grow- a bargain with the trees, grow meat in labs. Whoa. I can't wait for that lab meat. Oh, that lab meat's going to rule. It's going to be the best. I will eat scared. so much lab meat. I'll, I'll eat a butt ton of lab meat. I'm really excited. Give me a for... slab of the lab. That's what I'll say to people. <laughs> to your local butcher scientist. Hey, Toronto is the last name. Toronto. <laughs> What's up, Jackson? Give me the slab of the lab. 
It'll be like, yeah, all right. He serves you up a like Labrador leg, and you're like, no, <laughs> Toronto, <laughs> gotcha you good. idiot, gotcha good, dickhead. He is Dominic Toronto from the Fast and the Furious franchise. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, he is. He, 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 the, the, after Fast Thirteen, yeah, uh, that's what he does. He becomes starts working on lab meat. So um, slabs of labs. I'm excited for the next step of evolution where we find out the trees are sentient because the moment we go to cut one down, it just screams. Oh God, <laughs> just. <laughs> I love oh how it's God. delayed because the tree has to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, was that you? No, it's the tree. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that axe fucking hurt, man. Holy shit, guy. <laughs> what the, fuck, the fuck? No, just a bit different. Just like you, you like. Just <laughs> Oh no, but whimpers like a puppy. Oh Jesus. I like my version better where it at least gives me sass. It gives me the business back. If a tree starts crying, I'm not gonna I'm gonna wanna kill it quicker, make it quiet. <laughs> what? That's scary. <laughs> That's the opposite of paternal instinct. <laughs> oh my oh, god. It's crying. Kill oh it. my Spank god. Flip it in its face. <laughs> Darling, fetch me my gun. <laughs> No, Jackson, it just wants to be fed. Oh, all right then. Okay. But if it cries. Yeah. It's a baby, it's going to cry. Mm. <laughs> I didn't sign it up. It won't fit in well here. <laughs> I think the humane thing to do. <laughs> Darling, fetch my gun. Darling, it's clearly suffering. Anybody else imagining like a giant Victorian mansion and yes. I'm in front of a fire with like a big bison head above me, bear in the background? Thing of brandy. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> Fetch me my rifle. Fetch me my rifle. We must end the baby. <laughs> it's clearly suffering. <laughs> Throw it out the window into the moor. I missed something. I thought we were still talking about trees. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, the tree won't stop crying. Fetch me my rifle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tree. I can take more than a bullet. <laughs> I don't have a set structure of veins in my heart. Everything's hurting. <laughs> Imagine going hunting, like like a Victorian, like. What do you hide behind? Well, huh? What do you hide behind? <laughs> a fox. <laughs> you Just like out from behind a fox, shoot a tree. You've got your hunting bear. You've got your hunting bison. You have to- <laughs> yeah. I ride him into a tree that stuns the tree. Now, while the tree's stunned, I can slit its throat. You have to Trojan horse it in, but in an actual horse. Oh, Isn't I- it great to imagine where you would normally have a ferocious? bear in a corner, just like a, an elm <laughs> with its leaves going out like it's about to attack me. A nice silver I really, birch. I can't decide if I like the idea of a tree screaming as the next evolution or just bleeding. Oh, oh. Imagine cutting no. a tree there's just a heart in it. I would be like, this particular tree <laughs> is the problem. And then any further heart trees, I'd be like, ah, uh, mm. I, I think I'd assume it was a personal punishment to me. That I was getting, like, I might think it was God, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> that, yeah, that's fair. If you cut open a tree and found a live beating heart, yeah. I would think I was in, like, a Paul Jennings or something. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very like, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I'm kind of far away from you. Well, not that far. A bit far from you, Cass, at the moment. When you said Paul, I thought you said porn, and my brain was like, porn parody? And I was like, what? <laughs> about a human heart? I just assumed it was in a porn parody. <laughs> what are you into? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I've never watched porn. <laughs> I assume it's a lot of human hearts and trees. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it's some of that. I watched a horror film with like high gore and high nudity. I'm like, this is porn. <laughs> I guess this is pornography. A lot more werewolves in porn than I was led to expect, but uh, but there was some titties, <laughs> so I guess it's porn. <laughs> um, let's talk about a history of assassins. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> that was me. That's my blankets tag. You stuck it to my phone, you devil. So I want to talk about assassins. Some assassin sort bugs. of she devil. <laughs> uh, assassin bugs are like a kind of bug. They sometimes called a love bug, which I think is funny because like Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> oh. Let's talk about Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> yep, I'm there. Is Her- how alive is Herbie, and why does he want people to fuck so bad? Why do you get in him? <laughs> this is a love he... bug. Why do you get in him? <laughs> him take me places. It's scary because Herbie goes bananas at one point too. Oh wanna... no! What's a banana to a car? <laughs> you know he does. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't... What? I guess. <laughs> Sorry? I said, huh? I said, oh no! What's a banana no, to no, a no. car? I heard you, but <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Why that statement? I can't go bananas. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> What's a banana to a car? I don't. Cast. <laughs> Please. I don't like. I'm not gonna. If there was. Yeah. I don't. He doesn't eat. I'm not gonna go petrol bonkers. <laughs> People don't go bananas because they eat too many bananas. I feel like you can't go bananas. And you've consumed you, a banana? You, can you really be bananas without having bananas be in you? <laughs> Did Lindsay Lohan eat a banana inside of Herbie? Well, no. When Herbie goes bananas, Lindsay Lohan probably wasn't even born. Herbie went bananas a while ago. Yeah, Herbie went is to Monte Herbie Carlo okay? and then he went bananas. Hang on. What happens when he goes bananas? He just is acting up. I can't remember what the reason is, though. He might have bananas even at one point, though. I feel like they well, remember. Well, I guess that's. I can, I can imagine Herbie acted up being full of bananas and someone nudging someone else and being like, that car's gone bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good point, but also, what is it? Hey, buddy, I'm a big time director. <laughs> I got a sweet deal for you. <laughs> Your car's gone bananas. We got to put it down. Um, yeah, Herbie's good, but he always does that thing, and it happens with alive cars in movies, and I find it really strange. Where there'll be the protagonist, and the protagonist will be driving around with the love interest. They'll go to like a point just to talk because they're not like dating yet. But then the car locks the windows and the doors and puts on like a romantic song on the radio. And I don't understand why the car is at all. Because, uh, fucking, what's that name? Transformers name? You know, Bumblebee? the damn Bumblebee, that's the one. He does the same thing to Witwicky. Why? I don't know, maybe um, he's just like, I want my pal to be happy by getting his whoop wet. He doesn't even understand. He's a robot or a car that's going bananas. <laughs> maybe think- that's why he went bananas. Like, people were like, you are bananas because you shouldn't care about this. Did Brom do any of that? I don't think Brom ever had anyone in him. That's the Brum, thing about Brom. Brum, 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 yeah, because Brom gets, he's just Brum, left in a showroom Brum, Brum. and an old man's like, 
I've said it a million times before, but that show just disturbed me to no end. <laughs> see, I was really bored by it. I did like that for some reason that Brom wasn't allowed to let the farmer know that he was alive. Because everyone in town could know. And I, I didn't know why they were keeping it from the farmer. And I was like, <laughs> does Brom think when the farmer discovers that Brom... Because in my head, I think that Babe and Brom... Like my little child. Oh brain. yeah, the same. The farmer, uh, the owner, it mixed yeah. him up. So I had this idea, this childish idea thing that if 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 Brom was like I'm an alive car, the farmer would shoot him to put that him is down. Scary. And it just disturbed me. Speaking of like... scary, I was trying to find out why Herbie went bananas, and I found out that he acts up on a ship at one point and gets sentenced to be dropped into the sea. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's not good for a car. He's he... not even like he can't. Who sentences a car? <laughs> well, if the car's so, alive. The I ship's mean... captain has his costume party wrecked by the boy in car. He puts Herbie on trial and <laughs> sentences him to be dropped in the sea. Sea trial? Oh my god. Well, got a sea court. Ocean justice for bloody Herbie. <laughs> oh, fuck. However, later on land, Herbie resurfaces from the water. He does get dropped in the sea. <laughs> they kill that car. <laughs> Re- and then he gets reunited and they go into business with Herbie as a taxi. Jesus Christ. Did you ever see that one oh. where they talk about how Herbie came, became Herbie? And it was like a fellow was making the paint for the car or the metal for the car. And he dropped a photograph of his wife that he loved so dearly into the mix. And then the bad guy makes an evil Herbie. And he's like making the same mix. And it's like, you've got to drop in something you love. And he drops in a portrait of himself because he loves himself so much. And he makes a bad Herbie. And then I'm fairly sure there's like a confrontation between the Herbies where they have a Herbie conversation and peace um, is resolved. But like in car. That's good. Um, Herbie's the- a matador and Herbie goes bananas. What the fuck? That's... That although to do it's with often bananas. widely considered to be the worst film in the Herbie universe, <laughs> the Herbie verse. It's the, <laughs> the Herbie. <laughs> is bad Herbie like Burby or something? Herbie. I, I think it's just it's just like Herbie, but like a black car. I think is the only difference. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no, it's well, the Star no Wars racial thing. overtones there. Yeah, it's like um because the, the guy who makes Herbie's an Irish white guy. I don't know who owns Herbie in that one. Well, I don't know who the villain is in Lindsay Lohan's Herbie either. I got a lot of Herbie questions. Bruce Campbell's in a Herbie film, and it's one that never got released on DVD. But fuck, I want to watch it. I want to see Herbie being driven by Bruce Campbell. I think That's they need good. to revamp Herbie for the modern age. I'd, I'd, I'd take be down it upon yourself. He needs to get dropped in the sea again in this film, though. He needs oh, to. God, get... yeah. That's that's why he needs to get Fast and the Furious. Oh! Imagine Dominic Toretto at the start, you know, of the Fast 8 or whatever the latest one is. And he's like, you've got to drive this car around the island if you want to. And he's like, I've brought my own car. And then Herbie's like, beep, 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 beep. And he like drives on walls and shit, like, yeah. which is classic Herbie behavior. <laughs> Herbie wins NASCAR in the... They don't They don't let Herbies in the NASCAR. VW bugs are not allowed in That's NASCAR. A, it's a crime. It's like I having a like... dog play soccer. It's like, you just shouldn't. Airbud, That would never have happened. No. Have you got any facts for us, Cass? What's I... the plot of Like Mike? Oh, a kid finds... Oh, finds Michael J- Jordan's shoes and then puts them on and he becomes Like Mike. I can Mike. tell you the plot of Like Mike 2. Oh, what's the plot of Like Mike 2? Same two? plot. <laughs> oh, but, but the, the shoes are magic in Like Mike 1, but they're not in Like Mike 2. He's just real good at basketball. <laughs> yeah, but in the first one, they are, they are magic. And also in the second one, the kid has a dirty uncle that like... He's like, yeah, I'm going to make you big. And then the kid doesn't get big and he's like, mm, I've got to go. Which one has the kid from Stuart Little in it? Like Mike Watt. First one. Yeah. It's also got Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. It's fucking great. What a film. Best kid. 
Ventura. Best film like that sequel that shouldn't be a sequel is Ace Ventura Jr. That show's amazing. It's no, it's not. Movie. It's real bad. It's so would... good. It's like Son of the Mask. No, but like that kid channels Jim Carrey with a plum, and it's amazing. <laughs> that would be interesting also, to watch. Is it Ace Ventura Jr. is about his nephew, and it's heavily implied in that film that Ace Ventura is dead. It's about his son. Are you sure it's his son? Or yeah, not? it's his son, and he's like. Where's dad? And mom's like, oh, he crashed his plane trying to save an animal. And you're like, well, that's real grim. Especially because, like, Jim Carrey would be the only, the only reason, or the original Ace Ventura would be the only reason you go to see that movie. So to say that the only reason you go to see that movie is dead, and then they keep bringing up that he's dead. There's also Ace Ventura Sr. is in that film. He's like an old man Ace Ventura. It's also implied that Ace Venturaism is like a curse. Ah, oh, that's a great film. Anyway. I wasn't on board and now I Assassin am. us some facts. Um, let me shoot him me on over. Um, I was just looking up. Uh, I was just looking up um, deadly, like the the deadliest assassin organizations throughout oh. history. So it looks mm-hmm. like I've taken it on history, and you've maybe taken on some facts, <laughs> which <laughs> we is just nice. Talked about Herbie. I, I didn't even do my job properly. But there are some good ones in here. I really like. I mean, like it's horrible, hmm. but. Um, this this is one. There's a group <coughs> called the um, the Vishkanyas, yeah. and they were. Um, uh, in ancient India, they were like deadly and beautiful assassins. So they'd like oh, that's cool. Mm, so they it was like all girls, and that's they'd sometimes like give them little bits of poison when they were kids until they built up an immunity oh. to poison. So then they'd like go send them to an enemy camp to get really close to the king and stuff, and like like poison all the food and the drink, so she'd be fine. And then the <sighs> other guy would die from poison. That's so cool. I know. I mean, like, fucked up that you give a kid poison. I know. But like, it's still mad. Like mm. that's if, you re- if that was a Game of Thrones thing, you'd be like, whoa. Yeah, and then it gets real sad because sometimes they would just, um, like use the like girl as like a vessel for a poison so they'd either poison her through blood or sexual contact or an infectious disease and then just oh, send her off to the Jesus. other people so that was that was pretty good that's the downside that's too. yeah that was a, a ah, very man. sad <laughs> it was so cool and then it got so sad yeah that's cool that there even were assassin organizations assassins are kind of thing that you think like if someone told you like yeah there are actually never any real assassins you'd be like oh yeah i get it you know what I mean? Like, if, if somebody yeah. was like, there's no real assassin organizations, you'd be like, yeah, I can believe that. It's cool to find out that there actually were. Yeah, and they were, like, organized as. And like, that's so, like, that seems like, and I know fantasy draws from history, but that seems like such a fantastical plot of, yeah, like, absolutely. building an immunity to poison so that you could, like, consume large amounts of poison. <laughs> ah, that's so... It disappoints me that I didn't, in my youth, consume bits of poison so that I could have that immunity. The one thing that it probably doesn't mention there is that even a small amount of poison, they were probably very unwell for a very large oh, part yeah. of their life. It wouldn't oh, have yeah. been fun. No, the whole thing would have been bad. <laughs> But then you get an immunity to poison. There's that guy out there that lets snakes bite him so that he's immune to snake bites. He's doing all right. But then what's his, <clears throat> but then what's his end goal? I don't know. Go and fight snakes. I but guess. like, if he's already letting snakes bite him, well, like, what, what's going to change? Well, imagine he gets a job as one of those people that gets a snake out of your house and all his overhead is, is that he's got to drive his car. Like, you know, there's other guys who need gloves and, like, sticks. He just goes and grabs the snake and But if he's letting snakes bite them already, he might as well just do the same thing and then just go to the hospital on the way home. It's probably quicker this way. <laughs> <laughs> there's another group which is a bit cool. Yeah. And um, so there's, like... <coughs> Sorry. No, you're all good. Um, so there were Jewish assassins. Ass- Assassins. So, oh, that's actually so. The original word for assassin came from I think it was Arabic, and it's like hashashin. Oh, that's so good. So like, I wish an, we still called them Assassin's Creed. 
Yeah, no, that'd be it. It does the way that the way that English works when you say it, it does sound like you say it very incorrectly, even though that's like the original. <laughs> yeah, just to the English ear. To the English ear, that sounds very wrong. Hashashin. <laughs> Hashashin. Hashashin. But it's um, good. Yeah. Well, this one is um, like this group of um, Jewish assassins, and they were trying to um, make sure that. Um, Nazi war criminals who went unpunished were punished. Oh, that's so cool. And they're like, so one of the names for their group, because people called them different things, yeah. um, was uh, Nokmim, which was Hebrew for the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good ass. That is good. And like, what's neat about that is that it's like a, like with, you know, the, the, those, those, Women going in and point, like, it's a bit, this is like righteous fury. Like, yeah, and they like, killing Nazis is. The and, go. And this one wasn't even, like, it doesn't even seem like they had, like, okay, and this is how we'll do everything forward. So, like, there are reported cases of just random hit and runs. Um, there's, like, a Gestapo officer who, who went to hospital just, like, having, like a, like, a small operation. And then he had a fatal case of kerosene in the blood <laughs> from <laughs> injection. <laughs> and that's how he died. Jesus. Kerosene in the blood? Yeah. I don't like the idea of anyone messing with... My blood. <laughs> it's Get mine. Your <laughs> Get your own. <laughs> oh God. Um. So I think that. Um. Yeah. So it was. It was a super secretive group. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I'll look. Fair. Um. It was that thing of like you know the perfect crime you'll never know about sort of a thing. Um. But some people say they were still active in the fifties. <laughs> oh. And that they were like worldwide reaching, and it was you know not just like you know singular assassins, it but was like, like a massive... proper organization. Yeah, and like oh, um apparently they didn't work, but apparently they tried to um poison water supplies for cities. I don't know how that failed. <laughs> Or like maybe you just like Not chose enough. the yeah, everyone like... got immune to poison. <laughs> you kept on doing it over city. time so slowly that everyone, the whole city is immune to poison. Kids aren't, I guess. Um, <laughs> kids wouldn't be. Uh, I, poisoning a water supply is. It seems like the kind of thing that you just you're not going to know. Like, what am I trying to get across here? It seems complicated, I guess. Poisoning one person, easy. Poisoning a whole water supply. Like, you got to know the the plumbing system of the city. you got to know how much poison. How do you get that much poison into a water supply? Where you do you go? You need a lot of poison, and you need to make sure that it was... If it was that much poison, you'd truly notice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just I have this image of, like, mm. a big truck pulling up at a lake <laughs> and just dumping arsenic into the water. And I know that's probably not how it went down, but that's what I just keep imagining. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, or I'm imagining like those toxic barrel, like toxic waste barrels <laughs> with like the biohazard symbol oh, yeah. on the yeah. side, and skull and crossbones just floating in a lake and being like, "Huh, guess I'm poisoning the water." Guess I'm poisoning. You pour yourself a drink and it's like glowing a bit. And you're like, mm. "It's probably fine." <laughs> Maybe it's I've just... put worse in my body. <laughs> Am I gonna be immune or dead? <laughs> to have a or little powers? sips at a time. That's what you do. <laughs> little sips at a time, and you're good for poison. You got any films for us, JD? Well, um, I got distracted reading about Herbie, so today's film part is going to be about Herbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so the I ultimate assassin. That... <laughs> oh, man, Herbie would make such a good assassin. No one expects a car. <gasps> um, when Herbie was made... Yeah. I oh, know, I suppose there's modern Herbie, but, like, could he... 
Because I know a lot of the new cars in the recent days yeah. have, like, electric everything. And if Herbie controls his own battery, could he, like, squish people and, like, sandwich press them? Oh, man. With his little chairs? Presumably. I mean, presumably if we have, like, self-driving Herbie, which is weird because Herbie is self-driving. self-driving. Yeah, like, do people drive Herbie or does Herbie just comply? <laughs> it's really weird to think Herbie letting you drive him. I don't like that at all. I don't it's, like Herbie's like a transformer that's stuck. <gasps> Herbie could Fan be a transformer. <laughs> when all the transformers were coming to Earth, Herbie got there first, but got stuck. As a VW Then he went beetle. bananas. <laughs> went to Monte Carlo first. Or Monte Cristo. Monte Carlo. Monte Cristo was a... He was a count. He was a count of the Monte Cristo. Cristo. So oh, it's a like place. Monte Cristo is a place. Also, Monte Carlo's are those biscuits, and they're my least favorite biscuits in the creams pack. Aren't Monte Carlo's a good biscuit? Wait, which one? Is Monte Carlo the one that has like the weird pink shell? Yeah. Yeah, they're weird. What are they? I don't like Monte them. Monte Carlo. I don't like them at all. Biscuit. I like Oh, God, no, they're good. Ah. They're also an Australian early biscuit, so suck a dick international listeners. Google Monte Carlo Just, in no, brackets fine. biscuit. Don't even stress about it. You're missing out on nothing. Monte Carlo Apart biscuits are an Australian sweet biscuit that's been manufactured since 1926 by Arnott's Biscuits Holding. When I glanced at that, I read it as Arnott's Biscuits Hot Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Kensington. Ah, Kensington's are good. Mm, that's my bicky. I'm choice. done with cream biscuits. Oh. Yeah, get out of here, cream biscuits. Give me just a plain, you know, oh, good old-fashioned... Arrowroot? Bis- yeah, oh, yeah, love an arrowroot. Get my digestion all good. It's good for dipping in a coffee hour. It's good for your digestion. Really? Not digestives? Well, digestives are good too. There can only be one biscuit for a job. (laughs) Jackson, you know the rules. Uh, Pick one. We've got to throw out all the arrowroots. No, I love a good arrowroot. Yeah, I don't need cream in my biscuit. It just muddies the waters. No, it's good. I like a Tim Tam though. So <gasps> yeah, yeah, I love knows? a Tim Tam slam. Ooh, I Ooh. love getting a chai latte, but one of the ones with powder. Yeah. Like the, the chai chai lattes made with loose leaf like tea. Like an instant chai. Is the is the best kind of chai. But if you're gonna have the chai with other things as part of like a snack experience, mm-hmm. then you'd probably want the powder. Powdered chai with white chocolate Tim Tams as a Tim Tam slam. Real good. Welcome Real to the good. most Melbourne segment of any episode of Show Up a Segment <laughs> we've ever is, known. What is for the uninitiated? A Tim Tam Slam. Yeah, what's a Tim Tam Slam? So a Tim Tam Slam is when you take your cheekiest tiny nib, nibble, <laughs> sorry. When you, when you take a, you take a nip. <laughs> cheekiest tiny so nip. So you slip your nip. <laughs> slip a nip, chew a corner of the Tim Tam. Tim Tam's also an Australian thing, just FYI. Yeah. Oh, they're real oh, good. If you come to Australia or just like go online and order them, it's fine. They're good so, bickies. Yeah, so they're like a rectangle bicky and you... Um, Coated in chocolate. Yeah, coated in chocolate. So there's like um, bitter cream, two biscuits either side of the cream, and then the whole thing's covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you nibble the smallest amount you can to pretty much get the outside chocolate bit off the two like diagonal corners, put the thing in, use the biscuit as a straw and drink coffee through it. Um, the biscuits are chocolate. Um, the whole thing as you're drinking it, everything starts to melt. Um, you get mm. chocolate coffee, you get coffee in your Tim Tam, and then eventually you've got like this, like, Goop. it happens so, it happens so you quickly. You just completely it destroy the structural it, integrity it, of it the It disintegrates biscuit. as you drink it, and then you put the whole thing in your mouth and it's delicious. I'm going to look up now, so for our international listeners, if there are equivalents you know, overseas that they can they can slam. I've taken to calling Tim Tams Timothy Tamaris. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Well, okay, in the UK they're called Todger Rogers. <laughs> um, oh yeah, you guys can go over there and like Yeah. Oh, so, have you already been? 
How was your trip? <laughs> it was good. Thanks for asking. Or oh, we haven't been yet. Thanks I for shot asking. The queen. You guys are men. Or of I'm <laughs> gonna shoot the queen. <laughs> you guys are men of mystery. Yeah. Are you both Austin Powers? Because yes. you will be international or have been international. <laughs> men of mystery. Who are they? No, really, who are they? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, in the US, what are they called? I think penguins is, is an equivalent that you can have in Britain. Um, if gonna have if to the local it. store's out of Roger Todgers, yeah. try a penguin. <laughs> Roger Todgers. Um, you can have a penguin. You can have to do a penguin slam, <laughs> presumably. I'm trying to find... Or, yeah. yeah, they're occasionally called Roger Todger rollers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a lie? What? No. No, no. That just sounds true. so good. Yeah, Roger Todger roller. It's the same as the Tim Tam Slam. In the, uh, the Except, US, they're called a Dirty Dan. Yeah, that's a Dirty Dan. But the- <laughs> You do a Dirty Dan Slam. They got a cowboy in the cup. I've also heard them call it a Dirty Dan Dance. <laughs> or a dance Give me a pack of those Dan. white chocolate Dirty Dan Dances, please. Yeah. I went to the UK and had some white chocolate Roger Todgers, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're harder to roll. The white chocolate ones are harder to roll. That's true. They're harder to slam. So yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Roger Todgers, though. It's a good biscuit. Oh, it's a good biscuit. I don't like them. I've not tried them. I don't... Um, no. <laughs> no, they're just like a Tim Tam, except the only difference is, like, you know how Tim Tam's, like, biscuit, cream, biscuit with chocolate on the outside? Yes. It's, like, cream, biscuit, cream, chocolate on the outside. Oh, I'm very interested. It's an inverse. Yeah, Tim it's Tim. like an inverse Tim Tam, but it's, it's called like Roger Todger. It's like puts ham on the outside of bread and then puts it in their mouth. What? Oh, right, okay. <laughs> a reverse a sandwich. <laughs> it's still a sandwich. Ooh, is it? Yeah. If you replace the slices of bread with slices of ham. sandwiching is an action, so <gasps> observe. Yeah, cookie sandwich is still a sandwich. That's an, a my phone sandwich <laughs> between a, That's a <laughs> pork Whatever you call it. Sounds like you're on TV, but like you haven't quite got the... A coaster and a deck of cards. You don't have the rights to say iPhone. You're like, oh, I'll just call you on my my phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a my phone, a croc coaster. Imagine if we just weren't allowed on Shut Up a Second or any Sandsman show to use like actual branding. McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Hungry Jack slash Burger King, iPhone, Apple, Mac. You're just getting a suit. (laughs) Mac (laughs) Drummelt. Samsung. McDonald's. Missouri Fried Chicken. <laughs> the Republic of Ireland. Brown Rooster. <laughs> These have all been today's sponsors of the episode. Thanks oh. for listening. Peckish Hi. Tims. What is Hungry Jack. <laughs> Peckish Tims. <laughs> I like, I, like, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but just before we go, and I can see that the Hollywood Bowl crowd is getting They're restless. getting tired, look. The idea that Burger King tried to open up in Australia and some bloke was like, no, I'm the Burger King of Australia. <laughs> so then Burger King were like, fine, we're going to be called Hungry Jacks. That's <laughs> such a leap. I really like that. It's like they skipped Queen. They went to Jack. Whoa. Oh, my God. I just like that they must have been like, yeah, we're okay, so we're having a problem opening up the Burger King and to like the head office and head office is like, what's the problem? They're like, Australia's already got a king. <laughs> There's already a Burger and King. And then in the, the background, in the background of the phone call, be like, you tell him I'm the king of burgers here, mate? Yeah, he's the king of burgers. I'll put him on the phone. Oi! <laughs> Listen here. No other kings. One king? It's me. If you don't like it, leave it. He's still the king to this day. That man is still the king of burgers to this day. That's amazing. He did it. Outlived us all. (laughs) And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. I've been Kaz. 
Thank you for listening, and thank you so much, everyone, for coming. This has been our live episode in the USA at Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, get off the stage! <laughs> Let you two come on. <laughs> Where's Bono? <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.